All right, everybody. Uh, I want to first thank you, everybody, for coming here and watching this. I think this is uh, kind of my inaugurated first meeting of just trying to figure out how do I mix the alumni as well as the current students in the Haas community and how we bring that together. Uh, the objective here is just to interview people who have done their startup or are in the current of thinking about doing a startup of seeing what's out there in the Haas community, as well as, you know, what are the things we can learn from? Maybe you want to talk to alumni, maybe you want to talk to another student. So this is another way of just opening up that channel. Having said that, I'm honored to have Nick Bornstein as one of my first interviewee. Uh, Nick and I go back, back in 2015, when he was at Haas, and I've seen Nick change in the last five years with a lot of things with his startups, which he'll tell you in a minute. So Nick, let's keep this short. Let's keep it very lively. Um, I just want to start out. Just tell me about your startup. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Deepak. Um, so, you know, I came from a background of engineering. I went to Columbia University and after graduating, I started my first company in digital advertising. We did programmatic ad placements of video advertisements. Um, learned a lot about scalable big data architecture and um, how to use machine learning at scale. But, you know, I really wanted to change the pace. After that company was acquired in uh, Southern California in 2013, I became VP of engineering and was looking to start my next company. I needed a new network. I needed to kind of get a fresh start. And for me, Haas was an opportunity to do that. I really came with a mission that, you know, I wanted to figure out the path to my next startup to identify who are gonna be my co-founders in the future. And I really did focus my time and energy at Haas on solving that problem. Um, so I did a lot of networking. I ended up becoming the um, president of Berkeley Entrepreneur Association. And uh, it was during that time that I met my current co-founders who were then working at Google together and we founded this company called CrowdAI. Um, so we are an end-to-end -end platform that allows anyone to build and deploy their own computer vision models that is tuned on their own data without writing a single line of code. Wow. And tell me in terms of just the iteration you went through to get here. I mean, I remember back in 2015 and you know, medical transcription as I remember. Yeah, that's right. So we, you know, we evaluated and researched a lot of different business models before getting started to where we were here. I think a lot of it was about um, trying to identify what was a space where we could really capitalize on this modern wave of deep learning that we felt would be really disruptive in a lot of industries. And the timing was just right for that because they were just getting started with having GPU infrastructure in the cloud and things like that. Um, we went through a couple different cycles of trying to understand different sets of customer problems were really connected. In the end, we settled on a number of different computer vision use cases. Specifically, we ended up going really deep on um, satellite imagery and ultimately branching out into a few more like full motion video and drone imagery and others. Um, but really the core kind of seed of it all that tied it all together was we were building computer vision models that were always based in deep learning. Um, we had our own labeling platform, which allows kind of the creation of carefully curated training data that ultimately makes it possible for a deep learning algorithm to be really performant. And uh, we use that platform to the maximum extent in order to get to where we are now. Um, so after a while, it became obvious that, you know, there's limitations on what we can do by selling already trained models to customers who 
in a lot of cases, they have um, data privacy concerns. They have maybe corporate policies in place that don't allow them to move their data outside of their own firewall. So we went the other direction. We built the platform into something that they can use for themselves to deploy on-premise behind their own firewall where they have full control over all the security procedures and actually be able to develop their own algorithms there, exposed to their own imagery and data um, without having to be an engineering expert or do any of the work themselves. They just need to have a really thorough understanding of their own imagery. Interesting. What resources did you use at Haas in terms of uh, just resources and even after graduating Haas? Yeah, so I, you know, I went into Haas with my my arms as wide as possible, trying to reach into every different uh, community across campus. Um, I ended up becoming one of the co-presidents of the Berkeley Entrepreneur Association, which was a really great way for me to get connected to all these different groups on campus that are responsible for driving help for startups. And ultimately, when I did found my own startup, I made use of probably all of them, if, if nothing else, definitely for networking and advice. Um, but during my time there, I mean, I ended up being connected to um, a lot of the accelerators. There's Skydeck and Citrus Foundry, Cyclotron Road. There's also um, the Launch Accelerator at Haas, which is a little bit different. So there's a great blend of you know resources that are Haas-specific as well as campus-wide resources that are welcoming to Haas students to get involved. Um, so depending on where you're coming from, you might pick and choose what's the right mix for you given what your, your vision is for your company that you want to found. Um, there's also a lot of other programs that were useful. I, I was lucky enough to receive the Hansu Lee Fellowship, which was kind of a scholarship that gave me a little bit of extra seed capital to get going with my venture, which I really appreciated. It meant a lot. Um, and I know there's also a kind of a Dean's Scholarship. I don't know if it's changed names since then, but very similar program in place. Um, so there are resources and funding available around campus that I would recommend. And even before you need it, I would recommend going out, getting involved, maybe attending their events and networking, because later on, it'll be great to have kind of a baseline that you can draw from, which I certainly did in terms of a network of, of people you can ask questions to later on when you need it. Um, I think the other thing I would highlight is that there are a number of kind of Berkeley adjacent venture capital funds yeah. that could be a good source of seed funding when the time comes. So in particular, the ones that come to mind to me, I would point out is um, B Partners, the House Fund, and um, maybe you want to plug your own fund here, Deepak. <laughs> Blue Bear Ventures, Skydeck, I mean, there, there's a good uh, number of funds out there. If you guys want, you can always go to begin.berkeley.edu, which lists all the funds and the funding resources that are available. Um, so tell me just a little bit, maybe your startup from after Haas, and your goals for the next six to 12 months, that kind of a roadmap. Yeah, so, um, sorry, the roadmap for the next six to 12 months now. Right, next to six yeah. months, and just the story, like once you left Hask, you got into you know Y Combinator, and then what has gone on since then as well. Right, so we went through Y Combinator back in the summer of 2016. We were a fairly recently formed startup at that point. Um, We'd been working on a couple different problems together. I don't think we'd totally um, crystallized the vision of kind of the satellite imagery uh, where we were going to end up going. And now the computer vision platform came quite a bit later after that um, of developing models on our own. We really found a lot of early traction making partnerships with um, satellite image providers who wanted to partner with a good deep learning provider in order to upsell their own products and be able to sell 
derived data that went on top of their own data that they were already making a marketplace out of. So that was a really great source of early traction. It helped us connect with a lot of their customers. So they essentially became channel partners of ours for marketing our own product. Um, and we've looked at it ever since then as kind of a two-pronged approach where there's a number of different um, commercial sectors where we market our product. We look a lot at um, pharmaceutical and manufacturing of things like uh, pills and vaccines and being able to do automated quality control on production lines, um, as well as um, medical devices and other areas that are related to, to those that have real vision problems that we can solve through our computer vision approach. Um, and then a lot of our work is with the US federal government. We uh, currently produce um, a model that um, we actually published a paper called FireNet that describes some of the details of how it works and what it works on. But, you know, the US flies aircraft over um, wildfires in the United States. A lot of those are in California. So it's actually a problem that's pretty close to home for us and pretty exciting to work on. So we make models that takes the full motion video that comes off of those um, aircraft and automatically makes a map that lets you know not only where the fire is now, but where it spreads since the last time period and can help direct firefighting resources to the right place in real time while the fire is still active. That's pretty cool. And what are you planning next six to 12 months? Yeah, like, next six to 12 planning? months. So we're growing, you know, it's, it's been a busy time here at Crowd AI. I think it never quite feels like we have as many heads in house as we want, especially really talented folks at Berkeley um, and elsewhere that, that we're always recruiting. So I think growing the company, growing the team is going to be a really important um, focus of ours. We're, we're doing a lot of interviews right now. We've got a number of different engineering roles and a couple of business development ones that we're hiring for. Um, and obviously there's always, you know, there's, there's targets to hit in terms of expanding with our commercial customers and our federal customers to really make sure that the company remains on the track that it has been. But, um, you know, executing even on the projects that we have is um, a major task. There's a lot of work to be done. Um, you know, the work never really feels like, uh, never really feels like you totally get a break from it. So we just gotta really keep true. making sure that we're working ways that scale. <laughs> it's a child, so we understand. So tell me, how can we help? How can the Haas community as well as Berkeley community help you? Yeah, I mean, it's always great to, to get networked to anyone that has sort of computer vision problems that might be a good fit for our platform. I recommend check out our website, crowdai.com and see if, you know, you could proactively reach out and say, hey, I'm connected to this uh, enterprise customer that might be interesting to you guys. That would be amazing. Um, we are hiring. So if you or someone you know is looking for a role, maybe, you know, we do, we do internships as well as full-time roles. Um, so check out our careers page. You'll find it in the same place and see if uh, you can refer any candidates. That would be amazing. We'd really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, Nick, thank you again for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for keeping it short. I hope everybody on this Facebook family enjoys this. And yeah, let's, let's keep continuing our talk. Yeah, you got it, Deepak. Thanks for having me on. All right.